creation as Wally Widget learns a hard lesson about a fake 18th century Italian painting. door, Mrs. Palazzo. It's the police. You got the wrong suspect, officer. I'm not done anything wrong. Why did you cheat Wally Widget out of $5,000 for a copy of an Italian painting by Francesco Zuccarelli? Wally is an honest man. I know him personally. You need to give him back his money. I don't really spend it. All one has to do is to show documentation to a judge that the painting you sold to Wally Widget was a print, not an original art piece, as you falsely claimed. You and your husband will be found guilty. That doesn't worry me. I know you all see to that. What you did to Wally Widget is the last in a long list of individuals that you and your husband have been selling fake oil paintings to during the last ten years, profiting well into the tens of millions of dollars. But the day is coming when you will pay for your crimes. In time, the palazzos were tried and convicted of fraud and were sentenced to nine years in the new Garden State Penitentiary. What's wrong, Grandma? You seem sad. Are you sick? No, I'm not sick, Sarah. But I just heard some awful news. Wally Widget was cheated out of $5,000 when he was sold an 18th century Italian painting, which was not an original. It was a fake. Oh, no. But I'm glad that God is in control, Grandma, aren't you? Oh, yes, Sarah. You are so right. Do you want me to make you some hot tea? No, thanks, Sarah. Unfortunately, tea will keep me awake. How about a hot citrus drink instead, Grandma? Now that sounds great. Thank you, sweetheart. Did you hear about the painting? I know. Mark and Aline told me. Officer Muldoon gave them the details. Supposedly, Wally was told by the palazzos that two dealers came by and offered $7,000 just to make it seem that Wally was getting a good deal. Then they accepted his offer of $5,000. I feel terrible for Wally. Grandpa, 
Why did God create Adam and Eve, knowing that they would make such a big mess of things? I know what you mean, Sarah. Sin really complicates things, just like what happened with this painting. One thing that we have to keep in mind is that if God had not created our first parents, none of us would be here. The very first words of the Bible are, in the beginning, God. Because in the beginning, there was nothing except God. There were no boys or girls, no dogs or bears, no robins or goldfish. No roses or elms, no mountains or lakes. That's right, Esther. There was not even an earth or a sun or a moon. There was nothing, nothing at all, as far as this universe is concerned. Only God? Yes, Esther. And that reminds me of Revelation 10, when God lifted up his right hand to heaven and put his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the earth to show that he created the heavens and all things therein, the earth and all things therein, and the sea and all things therein. That's a great verse. Thank you, honey. Nehemiah, can you take verses 1 to 2, and Sarah can read verses 5 to 6. Sure. Revelation 10, 1 through 2. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open. And he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot on the earth. And this is Revelation ten five through 6. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth, lifted up his hand to heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth, and the things that therein are, and the sea, and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer. There's actually a similar verse in Daniel twelve seven, And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven and swear by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for a time, times, and a half. And when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. It's time to put on your prison blues. Your wife is coming over from the women's facility so the two of you can meet the Gunthers in the visiting room. Officer Brown, can you loosen these cuffs? They're hurting my wrists. <laughs> let me let me take a look. 
There, that should be better. Thanks, man. What a life. Four years, six months, and a wake-up before I can leave this stinking dark cell. There's no schedule but the dining hall. No freedom to do what I want to do. That's why crime doesn't pay, Paul. I'm sorry that you're in this predicament, Mr. Palazzo, but I was just thinking of how dark it must have been when God created the heavens and the earth that we see all around us out of nothing. Everything was without any life and without any order, a picture of our sin. Now let's listen as Mrs. Gunther reads the words to the hymn, Love Lifted Me. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, from the waters lifted me, now safe am I. Love lifted me, love lifted me, when nothing else could help, love lifted me. All my heart to him I give, ever to him I'll cling, in his blessed presence live, ever his praises sing. Love so mighty and so true merits my soul's best songs. Faithful loving service to, to him belongs. Love lifted me, love lifted me, when nothing else could help, love lifted me. God didn't create this universe. It came out of nothing, millions of years ago. Haven't you heard about the Big Bang? I had a job just like you, officer, at the New Garden Zoo. You have us all caged up like the animals I was in charge of. Just like I said to Paul, crime doesn't pay, Paula. Didn't God just speak everything into existence, Grandpa? Yes, Sarah. It was all dark, and then God said, Let there be light. And there was light, even though there was no sun or moon, because God had not created them yet. That's good. Something to look forward to. I would love a little sunlight. You'll be able to get some when you're outside in the prison yard later today, Paula. It's a beautiful sunny day. Mrs. Palazzo, God saw that the light was good, just the way he wanted it to be. But he did not want it to be light all the time. So he made the light and the darkness take turns, Mr. Gunther? That's right, Esther. The light he called day and the darkness he called night. That was the end of the first day. That was a nice visit we had with the Palazzos yesterday. Can I go along next time, please? Sure, Jonah, as long as your parents agree. Wow, look at that bright blue sky. Sarah, Esther, do you remember how we talked about the creation of the world when we visited the Palazzos yesterday? Yes. Sure. Well, on the second day, God made the bright blue sky. 
below the sky were the waters which still covered the earth. What did God make on the third day, Mr. Gunther? On the third day, we read this in Genesis 1:11, Lydia, and God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Then God commanded the bare land to bring forth grass, plants, and fruit trees. As each plant and tree sprang up, it bore seed so that more plants and trees of the same kind could grow from it. What about on the fourth day, Mr. Gunther? On the fourth day, Esther, God made the sun and moon and placed them in the sky. The sun was to shine upon the earth by day and the moon by night. Besides giving light, they would help man keep track of time, days, weeks, months, and years. God also made the billions of twinkling stars. What did God do on the fifth day, Mr. Gunther? On the fifth day, Lydia, God made the pelicans and other birds. At the same time, he made the enormous whales and the huge soaring eagles. And on the sixth day, the last day of creation, God made the other animals, including the tiger. God also made his greatest creation, man, in his own image, as we read in Genesis 1, 27 through 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth. Look at that! A pelican? What's that doing in our backyard? I don't know, Jonah. That's very strange. There's a the white tiger in those bushes over there. Honey, call 911. This just in, a rare Bengal white tiger and other endangered animals were set free from the New Garden Zoo, along with a few other large birds before dawn this morning. Zoo officials have initiated an internal investigation and are assisting police to capture the animals. Please contact the New Garden Police immediately if you see any zoo animals on the loose. Some are very dangerous. Meanwhile, the search for two inmates who escaped from the New Garden prison late last night has ended in their capture, according to the zoo officials, who cited that one of the inmates was a former employee at the zoo and might be responsible for having set the animals free.